0: Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening.
1: Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative.
2: You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's The Marquette Show.
1: The first hour of The K Show starts
3: now. If he follows the law and he's able to cut down what he's paying, great. That's awesome. That's the way it's supposed to work. Just like it does for all the rest of those wealthy fat cat politicians.
0: Hey, that like guy's talking about Donald Trump's tax returns. Big big story in the New York Times this is their latest when we told you on Friday you know we told you we were talking on Friday about how uh, last week the the story du jour, to try to take down Donald Trump was the story about him uh, mounting a coup and, and basically saying, uh, refusing to admit that he would peacefully transfer power, uh, win, lose, or draw. And we went into a big, huge, by the way, something really interesting happened with that uh, that segment of the show when we posted it to Facebook, and I'll tell you all about that here in just a minute. But now, over the weekend, we found out there's another, there's another story coming out now. The uh, New York Times finally got their hands on, on 10,000 pages or something of Donald Trump's tax returns. And they found out that he basically did his best to uh, mitigate his taxes, which is pretty much what everyone, which, uh, everyone does. And, and the other thing they found out was that there were no ties to any Russian institutions or, um, or influences, which it's kind of weird. He, he didn't break the law at all. He didn't collude with Russia. Uh, but, but just like everything else they've been doing over the past couple of weeks, they're trying to turn this into a big, into a big, big story. And, um, and they're, they're failing miserably, miserably. Now, something else that's a big story that's actually happening is, is mail in voter fraud. And this is something that is, this is something that is, it's fascinating to me. Pardon me, that was squeaky, huh? We need to, we gotta, we need some WD 40 for the keyboard. Yeah. That was kind of weird. I can't hear you. By the way, I don't think your microphone's on. When you hit the button and t- spoke, nothing came out. How about now? Nope, still can't hear you. Alright, we'll fix that. Ah, yeah, good. For uh, the other Josh is uh, here, but he's sitting in the other room today. Um, 855-765-1045 is our number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five, or you can uh, you can send us an open mic message too, um, like that guy who just called in. And that you do that in our mobile app, the one zero four point five WOKV uh, mobile app in the App Store, either the Google Play Store or the Or the iTunes store. So uh, we have tonight. We have tomorrow night. By the way, the big debate. The big debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. And it looks like it's going to happen. It looks like it looks like Joe Biden is all set and ready to go. He was talking tough over the weekend, calling the president a liar and a Nazi and all those other good things. And I I feel like he's he's trying to get inside uh, President Trump's head, which is not very. Not a very easy thing to do. But uh, but Joe Biden, we all thought for a long time they were going to try to get him out of this. But apparently what they've done is they've just locked him away and they've hyped him up on whatever whatever drugs and, and, and vitamins that he needed. Um, and he's going to go through with his performance on Tuesday in what is probably going to be the most watched. I would say probably the most watched presidential debate Since they've started televising them, I would say this one's going to have the largest audience ever. There seems to be just so much, of course, at stake. So many people interested in what's going to happen. And the fact that just I and I think it's all about Joe Biden. I think people are really curious to see how Joe Biden holds up against Donald Trump. Will he be prepared? Will he say anything silly? Will he have a complete breakdown like he's been known to do? Are there going to be gaffes? Or is it going to be the kind of is it going to be the kind of performance that really puts him over the edge and makes him a contender in this election? Uh, And that's what we're going to be. That's what we're going to be preparing for and planning for. And then Wednesday, we'll have the complete recap for you. Um, But leading up to this leading up to this debate, there are, like we said, these big bombshell stories that are coming out. The first one is is Donald Trump's taxes again, which is kind of a nothing burger because it doesn't prove any wrongdoing. It proves that Donald Trump did what most people do when they have lots of money in major corporations is they use whatever loopholes exist in the tax law to uh, keep from paying taxes. Um, If I had that much money, I would try to do the same exact thing. I'm a little jealous that I haven't been able to figure it out yet. Uh, But there's no illegality. There's no laws that have been broken. And there's no collusion with Russia, which is really the whole point of them wanting to see these taxes now. On the other side of the equation, there's a massive story with the Democrats ballot harvesting and manipulating mail-in ballots. And this is we spoke about this last week. We spoke about this last week. Uh, We played you the um, Chuck Todd from NBC's uh, Meet the Press. Chuck Todd did this big thing last week and he said, uh, you know, oh, well, let me play you this compilation of Donald Trump trying to delegitimize the election and say that these ballots are no good. And these there's going to be massive fraud. There was like a one minute long it was a one minute long um, mashup of all these times that Donald Trump had had said something about ballots and mail in ballots and that kind of thing. And what was wrong with them? And Chuck Todd's trying to say, look, Donald Trump is is being inaccurate. He's trying to gaslight the nation. Mail in balloting is safe. In fact, when I took the clip of the show and, and uh, put it on our Facebook page, which we do every day, We take a clip of the show, we take the most popular segment or something that we think you'd like to see again, and we put it on our Facebook feed. I uploaded it to Facebook and I, and then I went and like, you know, played with my kids and took the dogs for a walk and, uh, you know, had some beers, came back to check the Facebook page and Facebook had fact checked our video. Underneath the video, and if you go to our Facebook page, it's it's uh, facebook.com/slash/dmarkk. Make sure it's got the blue check mark. When you go to the, the Facebook page, you can see it. We posted the video. It says NBC busted lying about Trump lying, and it's all about Donald Trump saying, "Look, these ballots aren't safe. Mail-in voting is fraudulent. The Democrats are trying to steal this election with uh, mail-in voting," and the the people at Facebook fact checked our post and put this message underneath it. Voting by mail has a long history of trustworthiness in the U.S., and the same is predicted this year. Source, Bipartisan Policy Center. And then there's a link if you want to get voting information. So we got fact checked by Facebook on this post. And by we, I mean the president of the United States, because we were just playing the clip that the president provided or that Chuck Todd provided of the president. So I'm thinking to myself, wow, everybody is trying to debate this whole mail and ballot fraud idea. Everyone is trying to convince you that the best way to vote is by mail, that it's the safest way to vote, that your ballots are secure, that nothing's going to happen to them. And then all of a sudden over the weekend, Project Veritas comes out with, wouldn't you know it, video proof of ballot harvesting and voter fraud regarding mail-in ballots. Project Veritas, our friend uh, James O'Keefe, undercover in Minneapolis, the, the home district of Ilhan Omar, Representative Ilhan Omar, who has been just fraught with all kinds of scandal since she became part of the squad, Project Veritas released a, a an 18-minute video and in this video it showed people in Ilhan Omar's district harvesting ballots fraudulently filling out and returning ballots on behalf of other people in fact there was video of one guy who does this for a living had about 300 ballots in his car he was on he was on like Snapchat snapchatting in his car all these in fact we have a clip of it listen
4: who's the one filling out the absentee ballots People who work, uh, with, like Han Omar and other candidates work for them. They came to us to our
5: apartments.
4: They tell us that this year you're going to for it. You don't go nowhere. You step home, We will tell you out. So to one chemist will come and get it. You just not go nowhere. You stay
6: here.
0: For us. And so, and, yeah. So anyway, that's not the clip I thought it would be, but that's okay. Uh, and what he's saying is, he's saying that if you if you uh, if live in this district, they come to you and they say, Hey, you are voting for Ilhan Omar this time around. Don't worry, just get your ballot. We'll wait, wait here. Don't do anything. They come in, they fill out your ballot, they take it from you, and they give you money. And there was another woman saying, look, they walk around with just bags of cash. And they find people that have these ballots and they say, you're voting for Ilhan Omar. Here's some money. And once they've signed the ballot, once it's all filled out and it's signed and they hand it to the ballot harvester, that's when they get their cash. And this is, is, in fact, there was a whole, there was another woman who talked about all these uh, old folks in this home, these, these apartment complexes. And they were just collecting them. Here, there's a
7: video of her. Who is the one filling out the absentee ballots?
0: Okay, why is this? The, I, why do I have the same clip every single time? This should be three different clips. We'll we'll check on that. And we'll get back to you here in just a second. Eight five five seven 855 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll play you these Project Veritas clips here. Send entertaining,
1: informative, and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Mark K Show on one hundred four point five WOKB, Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the
0: Marque Show. My name's Markay, 855-765-1045. All right, we figured out it would, you know, Monday. We're having some Mondays here, right? a little case of the Mondays. Um, but we're working it out. We're working it out. By the time the show's over, we'll be ready to go. It's gonna be great. 855-765-1045. So definitely tune into tomorrow's show because we'll uh, we need a good twenty four hours to prepare. Anyway, 855 uh, 765 over the weekend, here's if you missed the weekend, here's what you missed. Number one, the New York Times released this hit piece now on Donald Trump with his taxes. This is information they've been wanting forever, and they finally got it, and they published it, and a couple things. First of all, it doesn't prove that Donald Trump did anything wrong, and number two, nobody cares. Second thing that happened is something everything would care about, but it's not getting the same amount of publicity as you think it would. However, the president's probably going to start uh, president's probably going to start pumping it up on his on his Twitter if he hasn't already, and in a press conference and that kind of thing. And it's regarding ballot harvesting and mail-in voter fraud. Now I know what you're thinking, Mark K. Hey, every time I turn on the news. They say that there is no such thing as mail-in voter fraud, and it's just the president trying to scare people, uh, it, to keep them from, from sending in their ballots. In fact, Chuck Todd, in this whole big thing we played last week with this montage, he had a whole panel of people saying, why is the president trying to delegitimize the election?
8: Yes, there's nothing that has happened in the past, but their cases that we are <laughs> in unprecedented times when we've never seen anything like what's happening before with states like California mailing ballots to every voter. That's oh why they're word. trying to, Split hairs. There, at least that's
1: what I'm being told. I, it's splitting hairs. Another way of describing it is it's it's
0: trying to actually delegitimize the election. It, it, it's it's
1: striking that is now the campaign strategy at this point. Um, okay,
0: that's Chuck Todd saying it's striking that the campaign strategy uh, strategy is to delegitimize the election by attacking these mail-in ballots. But then when you, when you when you play these clips from Project Veritas. Uh, You start to see, wait a minute, it's actually pretty easy for a well-positioned campaign with a lot of money um, and some, you know, not so not so um, moral operatives to go out there and do exactly what Donald Trump is saying could be done. And just because historically it hasn't happened on a national scale, guess what? Historically, we haven't had coronavirus either. Historically, we haven't all been walking around wearing masks. But things change, and when there's an opportunity for someone to manipulate the process in order to benefit them, they're going to do it. And we have the, what, the first clip from this Project Veritas is this dude driving around in his car with like stacks of ballots.
7: Who is the one filling out the absentee ballot? That's the same. Hold on, I got
3: it. Here we go. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. So yeah,
0: now you're probably thinking to yourself, I, what is he saying? Because I don't speak whatever language that was. But he's saying numbers don't lie, numbers don't lie. Look at all these ballots. I have like like hundreds of ballots right here in my car, absentee ballots, uh, blank, ready to be filled out. And and there's, they went on. They spoke to other operatives in, in uh, Ilhan Omar's district and in, and in Minneapolis who were doing the same thing. This one guy, I mean, you see him everywhere. He's talking about how money is, if you don't have money, you don't have nothing.
3: Money is everything. Money is the key in this world. If you ain't got money, you should not be here. Period. You shouldn't be here. Period. And these people are coming
0: with money and they're buying ballots. And they're coming with money and they're saying, "Sign this ballot after it's signed. After we fill it out for the candidate we want, then uh, we will we will give you the money." And that show me the money basically. And that's what's been going on. But not even not only are they buying votes. They're just flat out stealing them. Listen to this lady. At
4: the end of this street, there's three towers per one tower. Okay. And it's all seniors, and they took every ballot. Every ballot. They just every take them from them. Every single ballot. They knock on the door and say, your ballot's come give it to me, give it to me. They're not they even paying them for it. They just take them. No. And the ones that didn't vote
8: on ballots, the young people and the women and stuff, they were paying cash, cash, they were getting bags of money the last one week here to drive people So
4: there's a vested interest, but we are victims of the
0: system. Ah, she's a victim of the system. These old folks in these towers, she goes, they just knock on the door. They say, your ballots come, give it to me. And they don't even pay them. Other people that don't want to give them up, they have bags of cash. They're paying it off. And this is happening in Minneapolis. And Minneapolis is in Minnesota, which is a swing state. So when when Chuck Todd says Donald Trump is trying to delegitimize the election, he's actually helping the Democrats and helping these operatives to to commit this fraud, to commit this crime on the American electoral system. And so now you've got Donald Trump saying, here's what's happening. Here's what's going to go on. The media saying, you're just, you're, you're making it all up. You're gaslighting the people that it's totally safe to have a mail in ballot, to vote by mail. Nothing will happen. Your ballots will not be stolen or manipulated or anything. And then in Minneapolis, we've now got video evidence of people selling their ballots, people buying ballots, people driving around with hundreds of mail in ballots. Just like Donald Trump said would happen. 855-765-1045. We're in a really interesting time now where if you want to really know what's going on in the world, just watch the cable news, read the newspapers and, and, and think and do the exact opposite because they've come to this point now where they are just, they're just not even reporting. They're, they're just covering up. In fact, Chuck Todd doesn't even investigate anymore. When Donald Trump says there could be voter fraud, he just comes out and says that's a fallacy. He does no investigating of his own. He does no follow-up. And if it weren't for people like, like James O'Keefe and Project Veritas and these other organizations, we would never, ever have anyone going out there and doing what journalists are supposed to do, and that is investigate what's real and what's fake news. 855 765 uh is our number eight five five seven six five one oh four five.
5: Money is everything. Money is the king this world. If you ain't got money, you shrim, you should not be here, period. That's got the makings of like a good rap song, you know. Like, you a... Money is everything. Money is the king this world. If you
0: ain't got money, you shrim, you should not be here, period. Well we gotta right, we gotta remix it probably auto. Auto-tune a little bit. We'll get well, That's it. Money is the king. Money's everything. If you don't got money, then you shouldn't even be here. My, we'll work on it's it. We'll, we'll, we'll take, a, take a minute. We'll massage the lyrics uh, a little bit. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More on the Mark K Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV.
1: Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative.
2: You call people out no matter what they are, you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show.
1: This is the Mark K Show.
8: Hey, Mark. You know what we need for tomorrow night? A presidential debate drinking game. I'll give you the first one.
0: If the debate actually happens, take a drink. <laughs> That's a great one. If Joe Biden shows up, drink.
8: <laughs>
0: I love it. We're going to do that. We did that last, man. We did that uh, for, I guess it was the Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump debate. One of them, we came up with one of those Instagram cards. It said, you know, here's what you do and blah, blah, blah and drink. And that thing went so viral. I think um, a couple of the bigger Instagram accounts at the time picked it up. And gave us credit for it. That was, that was huge. We should totally do that again. I'm down. We should. All right. We'll work on that for tomorrow because tomorrow is the big debate. It's, it's finally be...
3: here. I can't believe it. I know. I can't either. It was like so far on the horizon just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Now, now it's, it's like, tomorrow.
0: It's happening. 9 p.m. is when it's. Are we playing the thing live? Probably. Okay. All right. We'll double check on that with somebody who knows better. 855 Eight eight five five seven six five. Uh, one oh four five. In the meantime, look. Pre debate, we got a couple of stories cooking. First of all, Donald Trump's taxes released by the New York Times, and Project Veritas uh, releasing damaging videos about Ilhan Omar harvesting ballots in Minneapolis. Money is everything. Money is the key in this world. If you ain't got money, you should you should not be here. Period. That's a, a ballot harvester caught by James O'Keefe. Uh, he goes around, he drives around with ballots, he gives people money, or he gets money for ballots. And, you know, it's a big business. It's a big business, um, especially this time around. 855-765-1045. Tom is in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Hi, Tom. How are you? Good morning. How are you? It's hey, a doing?
4: pleasure to talk to you.
0: Oh, great talking to you. How are things in Rock Hill, South Carolina?
4: Wonderful. It's starting to cool down a little bit, but it's, Life is good.
0: Oh, good. Oh, good. What'd you want to say today about, uh, about ballot harvesting?
4: As a retired postal employee, I would highly recommend for everybody to go vote in person. Um, the story that we heard over the weekend or late last week about three trays of mail yeah. being found in a ditch. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's happened here. At least twice that I know of. Really? So it is, it, yes, it is very easy for, um, mail to disappear, especially right now with what's going on with how desperate the left is. I would not trust it. I would only suggest for anybody to use mail in voting if, as a last, last cause effort. As a last if resort. Have any other way to vote. As sure. a last resort, exactly. I mean, I I, I highly recommend it because even uh, at the general mail facilities where all your mail goes out from and comes into and everything else, I mean, numerous hands can can touch ballots, and so I don't trust it one bit. And, you know, and I worked for the post office for 21 years. Yeah, so, So, Tom, do you think in
0: in these instances, is it mail carriers that are what, like making a quick buck, or do they just hold a grudge? Are they super political? What's... You know, where's where are the ballots being, you know, broken down? Or where how do they end up in the ditch or they end up in the dumpster?
4: I think a lot of it, I think a little bit might be political, but I think right. a lot of it people are getting overwhelmed. They can't handle the area that they're delivering in. They're getting, um, like I said, overwhelmed with the amount of mail delivery. Sure. And, uh, you know, and for some people it's a shortcut. It's like, well, you know, who's going to know right you know and, and especially and and honestly I wouldn't be surprised because even though people at the post office make decent money very right. good money it it's, it would be very easy to tempt people you know with a bribe before and I mean it, it's not hard for someone to um End up walking away with uh, tubs of ballots. It would yeah. be very easy. So the prices are right. no. You're right. I mean, look, there's.
0: I'd do anything for money myself. Um, all right, Tom. So <laughs> as a as a retired post office employee of 21 years, you would you're telling people go and vote in person. Don't mail in your ballot if you 100% want to make sure that it counts.
4: Absolutely. All right. Absolutely.
0: Tom, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. I mean, look, when the employees of the post office are telling you, hey, you know what? If you really want to make sure that your ballot gets there, get off your butt and go vote in person. Make sure you're the one, the only one that handles your ballot from the time you fill in your circles till you slide it in the machine. Make sure that you have total control over it because once you put it in that mailbox, all bets are off. It may get where it's going, it may end up in a ditch. 855 855- seven six five one oh four five thanks so much uh we appreciate we appreciate you calling in tom gail's in texas hi gail how are you
8: hey uh how you doing mark good i agree i agree with tom yeah okay but go to the ballot and do it because two mail-in ballots arrived at my home i'm in rural texas i threw them in the trash there was no way i was doing it and i grew up i'm a retired emt I grew up and started my career in the San Francisco Bay Area, and my cousins are still there. And they just told me today that Newsom will not allow absentee voting, but he will allow mail-in voting. And that is dirty.
2: Dale, so, uh,
0: right. let me ask you a question, though. You said that you got two ballots in the mail. Did you request a ballot? No. Were they addressed to right. you?
8: They were addressed, one to my husband and one to me. And, they, you, and that's insane. Huh. Yes. No. It, we threw them in the trash. We did not request them. They were not. We did not request absentee. I don't even like absentee voting. Right. I will walk to the polling place November 3rd to cast my vote. All right. I don't know about the rest of your viewers, but I'm I'm fatigued by everything. The, yeah. the tax thing does not move me. Four years of this. We know what's going on. You know, on the left, everybody knows. that if I can just quickly hit on one bombshell. Okay. You know, like I said i'm a retired EMT of thirty years. I have a lot of respect for Ginsburg, even though I don't agree with her views. However, people do not talk about politics on their deathbed, and for her granddaughter to say that you know we they shouldn't vote for uh, a Supreme Court nominee until after the election i don't I don't believe it. Nobody talks about politics when they're dying, and when I read that. I about I thought you know i 've seen a lot of death i 've experienced a lot of death and I've never heard anyone talk about politics so I just wanted to kind of hit on that bombshell too all right gail that's gail. A, that,
0: you know that's an excellent point that 's something that i hadn 't heard anyone else say but you're probably right the last thing hopefully not going through your mind when you 're on your deathbed when you're taking your last dying breath is uh, who's going to take my job when i 'm gone you probably at that point have have other things to worry about. Thanks so much for the call. We really appreciate it. That's interesting. I never even thought about that. You know, I've, I've never, I mean, I haven't thought about what my last words were. I think probably I would want my last words to be something like, I've buried a million dollars under the, and then I just want to kick it, right? So that whoever's in the room spends the rest of their life digging <laughs> under things just to try to, that's what I, would, I mean, that would be like fun. If I'm going to die, I might as well have fun while I'm doing it. Eight five five seven six five. One zero four five is our number. This is James in Jacksonville. Hi, James. How are you? I'm doing, Mark? Hey, what's up, James? What's going on, man? What do you want to say,
6: Mark? Man, um, you know, I just want to say, man, we we are we are dealing with uh, pure scum, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. These uh. F- first of all, I want to say say one thing, Mark. I will get some off my chest. Yeah, Thank absolutely, you. absolutely, Jim. Go ahead. If. A bunch of white people, I'm saying this as a 50-year-old black man, was walking around with White Lives Matter flags and posters. Black people would be the main one saying that they was racist. Mm -hmm. If somebody was continually saying white lives matter, white lives matter, white lives matter, white lives matter, I would think he was a racist. Yeah. As a black man, for the life of me, I can't understand how any white person can vote for any person running around talking about Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I, really, I, I just can't wrap that around my mind. Yeah, because because that must be some type of self hatred. Because all lives matter. So I mean, I, I I I can't I can't understand that black people would be the main people complaining about White Lives Matter. So because it, it, it's racist. That's right. all it is, man. All right, no, no, you're right. Okay. Look, James, you got a point there. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and another thing, is. Yeah. The New York Times and this in this junk story. Yeah, oh yeah, the taxes. Okay. They're talking about I read the story, we don't want to rebuild our source. We know who the source is. It's that little angry Mary Trump. The same people you the the, the same person you got the stuff from a couple months ago when you tried to run a tax story. Right. Nobody cares about this. Listen, I believe, Mark, it's a very small percentage of people that's still undecided. At this time in at the end of September Begin October. Everybody pretty much know who they're gonna vote for. It's right. nothing that you can say right now to sway somebody's head. It's it's over with. Right. They're just trying to uh, muddy up the water. I, I, really, they try, I don't know how they got this. Uh, the president's tax return because first of all, that's illegal. I don't know how yeah. they got it. But I'm thinking it's that Mary Trump,
0: James, you but, know, a, you, know no, you have a you got a great point there. And hang on. We got to take a quick break, James. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. and You make such great sense. Also, I didn't know he was 50. He sounds a lot younger, doesn't he? You sound really good for your age, James. Uh, but here's the thing The the tax story again, this is once again. The same play they made in 2016, in fact, all of these hit pieces, all of these things that are supposedly coming out to damage the president, if you go back and look, it was Donald Trump in 2016 refused to uh, to accept the election results. And then, of course, he won and he accepted them, and there was no story about that. Donald Trump, remember when he disparaged John McCain and said, I prefer people who weren't captured, and the military was all up in arms, and Gold Star families were apparently in the crosshairs of the president. It's the same story now with this bogus call that Donald Trump called uh, Marines losers and, and suckers. And now they're like, "Ah, oh, those two didn't work. What else do we do in 2016? Taxes? Fine, let's try that. Maybe this time it'll work. It ain't going to work. Anytime. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. 1045 Quick break. Well, we got more of your phone calls coming up. It's the Mark K Show on
1: 104.5 WOKV. Remember to subscribe to the Mark K Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way, you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Jacksonville's News and talk.
8: Trump has any money to care, he should put it where his mouth is. He should show us that the New York Times reporting is fake. Show us your tax returns. And for people who say that that's not important, yes, it is when you're, in theory, running the country. How many times
0: have you voted for a president or a governor or a senator? And before you went and cast your ballot for that person, you studied eight years of their tax returns. How many people have done that? How many, I've never done that once in my life i've I voted for uh I voted for people since I was gosh twenty whenever I was whenever I became a citizen of this country and I was legally able to vote. I started voting for people. Not once did I request seek out or examine their tax returns because that wasn't important to me. What was important to me was how they would run the country and not what loopholes they were able to take advantage of in the tax system. Also, if a rich person pays fewer taxes than I do. I am not mad at that person. I'm jealous of that person, and I'm mad at my accountant. And then I go. In fact, my accountant is going to get a phone call for me because, and I, it's going to go like this. It's going to be like, "Hey, Rick, I just read that President Trump, who's a billionaire, paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes. I paid way more. What, what? Can you get me those? I want. It, I want that accountant. That's what I want. And I want him to figure out how to manipulate the system that way. If you have a, if you have a problem with the tax code, rewrite the tax code." If you uh, if you have a problem with the president being smarter and a better business person than you are, you know, who cares? There's only three requirements to become president of the United States. There's only three requirements, no matter what anyone tells you, showing people your tax returns, not a requirement to be president. The only requirements are, number one, you must be a a legally uh, born citizen. Of the United States. You can't be naturalized. You have to be born in this country to be president of the United States. You have to be at least 35 years of age, and you have to get 270 electoral votes. That's it. And Donald Trump has fulfilled all three of those obligations. He's not obligated to show you his taxes. He's not obligated to let you into every aspect of his personal life. You know, the debates. Sure, they're nice. They're a tradition. They're great, but they're not a prerequisite. Not at all. You don't even have to campaign. You don't have to do a single press conference, as we know, because Joe Biden hasn't done one. There's three requirements. And we can sit here and bicker and say, well, traditionally this and that. You don't have to act presidential. You don't have to have decorum. You don't have to kowtow to the press. You don't have to apologize for whatever the media. You don't have to sit there and say, mail in voting's great. Everyone should do it. You don't have to do any of that. You can disagree with, with the, these reporters. You can argue with them. You can take away their press credentials. You can go out there and say we've got a very bad situation with the ballots. You can say the Democrats are crazy, and they're going to do anything they can to try to steal this election. You can do it all because at the end of the day, only three things are required to be president. you got to be born in this country. You've got to be 35 years of age, and you have to have 270 electoral votes. So you, have fun reading the New York Times, I have fun scouring all these numbers that don't mean anything, that don't mean a single thing. And it's all just rehashed from the last time. I'm waiting for Billy Bush to make it. That's going to be the next thing. Because if you think about it, it's the same playbook they had in 2016. Take a candidate that is that is basically a horrible candidate but somebody we feel could beat Donald Trump because they have name recognition. Take somebody who's been involved in Democrat politics so long that everybody knows their name. Clinton. Yeah, everybody knows them. They've been around for a while. Uh, Biden. OK, this guy's been here for like four decades. I mean, clearly he was vice president. They know who he is uh, and they can spell it. We can't spell judge. It's very difficult to spell to spell judge. So we're going to we're going to give it to Biden. Then what you do is you hide that person. Hillary Clinton, she just hit on her own because she didn't want to cough or stumble or I think she was just, I think she was just, felt she was entitled to the presidency. So why waste her time campaigning? Joe Biden just physically and mentally can't do it. So they hide them away, keep them away from the press. Don't ask them any questions. Don't give them any situations where they might embarrass themselves. And then you, you just throw all this mud at Donald Trump and it doesn't matter if it's, if it's real mud or fake mud. If it's, if it's something that actually happened or not, just throw the mud. So they've rehashed. They got all the mud from 2016. They dusted it off. And they're like, all right, let's say Donald Trump, uh, let's let's say that Donald Trump uh, hates the troops and uh, is is disrespectful to them. Doesn't stick. All right, let's say that Donald Trump is uh, refuses to um, cede the election should he lose. That didn't stick either. All right, taxes. Oh, my God. Next up, I'm telling you, it's like, call Billy Bush. Billy. Billy, do you have any more tapes of Donald Trump talking about grabbing him by the hoo haws Because we've tried everything else in 2016. It's still not working. You know what you should try? try? If there's there's any Democrats listening, turn up the radio. Any Democrat, this is what you should try. If you really want to beat Donald Trump, you need to get a viable candidate with a better agenda that more people can be inspired by instead of giving us Joe Biden, whose campaign strategy is hide and defund the police. Not going to win an election. 855 765 1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up
1: on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative.
2: You call people out no matter what they are and you hold them accountable. That's the Marquee Show. This
1: is the Marque Show.
2: The president has called for check,
1: a judge for both candidates. I am 100% for that. Joe Biden.
4: Uh, election campaign says no. Why? If you have nothing to hide, then you should be forthcoming and make Trump look bad.
0: You know what? The, and that's a great point. guy brings up a great point. Donald Trump calling for a Joe Biden drug test before the debate is just like everybody else calling for Donald Trump to release his taxes. Before the debate. It's the same thing. They're asking Donald Trump to uh, to uh, expose personal information about his finances and Donald Trump saying, hey, you know what, Joe Biden, I think, is being drugged so that he sounds better because when he speaks off the cuff, when he speaks extemporaneously, when he takes questions from reporters, he can't put two sentences together. But then you guys juice him up and you put him on stage for 20 minutes and he, and he's fine. I want to make sure that I'm going head to head with the real Joe Biden, not the drugged up Joe Biden. So let's do a drug test. Drug test, tax returns. It's the same thing. But when the left demands Donald Trump's tax returns, that's just what presidents do. That's tradition. We need to make sure we're voting for somebody who is morally uh sound and has good judgment and is financially viable instead of, of saying, you know, hey, but if if Donald Trump says, hey, let's have a drug test to make sure that somebody is mentally sound and mentally viable to be president, that's just that's just ridiculous. We're not going to have drug tests before the debate, even though Joe Biden continues to create these massive gaffes over and over again. In fact, we just uh, we just there's another one. It's this uh, interview that Joe Biden did with MSNBC, and he froze during. He was trying to say. Uh, he was trying to reference a piece of legislation. He referenced the the wrong piece of re- of legislation, and it was the reporter who had to come back and say, uh, "This is what you're actually trying to say." For example, the Paycheck
4: Protection Act. You know, one percent of the money's gone out. One percent. One percent of the. Uh, no, no, that's not the paycheck. The the the. Um, uh
3: the, uh, the bill for small, for major, for small businesses.
0: Main Street lending. Yeah, Main Street that's (laughs) right. She's sitting there and she doesn't want to it. You can watch her face. She's like, come on, just get it out. I don't want to have to do that. I don't want to have to jump in. Please, sir, just please remember it. And after a while, she's like, it's Main Main Street money. Ah, That's the one. Thank you. That's why I got confused. And I mean, over and over and over and over again, it happens all the time with Joe Biden. Yet the real concern is Donald Trump's taxes. Donald Trump, who's already been president for four years and done a bang-up job, that's the real concern. The real concern is not Joe Biden's mental health and his ability to figure out, number one, what he's saying, where he is, what office he's running for, what he's doing, who he's talking to, what the piece of – what if he signs the wrong piece of legislation – what if they put this bill on his desk that he's trying to veto? And instead of vetoing it, he signs it. He goes, "This is uh, the paycheck protection act, and I'm going to sign it." Wait a minute, no, no, I don't want to sign the, I don't want to sign the pay t- uh, The, I want to sign the, I want to sign the the uh, the uh, 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 the other one. Give me some whiteout. Can you unveto? Like, here's a question. This is a legitimate question. Can a president unveto something? Like, what if, what if Joe Biden gets a bill and he vetoes it by accident? Because he's just unclear as to what he's signing, then he realizes All right, i may i meant to i meant to sign that not veto it can he undo- can they get white out or liquid paper or whatever the politically correct term is now uh, for for that thing for you know the to cover it up in signature i mean how does that happen? You can't have a guy like that. Be president of the United States, let alone really hold any public office. Um, but we're going to find out tomorrow at the debate because that's the real Joe Biden. In fact, there was another clip from uh, from Project Ver or from um, HBO. It was Axios on HBO. They had another clip of Joe Biden, and he talked about how he gets tired and he and he stumbles over words.
4: But apparently, people will say occasionally, that "I'm tired. I'm going to go. I'll say, um, uh, uh, and I'll find myself."
0: searching for a second look the mistakes i make are mistakes yeah, look and he, he admits he goes look when i get tired i find myself searching for a second and i'm like uh, uh guy i hope you know what i hope he never gets tired in the uh, situation room i hope he never gets tired when he's trying to give the mr president we need the order to attack <sighs> uh, um uh, what's um what's uh, what's the uh, what's uh, uh oh go I'm sorry, sir, we've already, it's all over. We've already been invaded. 855-765-1045. I would like to see a drug. I mean, I don't want to see the actual drug test, but I'd like to see the results. 855-765-1045. This is Nicholas in Orange
3: Park. Uh, how you doing, Nicholas? Thanks for
0: calling the Markay Show.
3: Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm doing good, man.
2: Um, What's up? Hey, hey, you did a good impersonation of Biden um, just now. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Okay, so here's the thing. I, um, I wanted to register to vote, so I called the supervisor of elections in um, Green Cove Springs. Yeah. And they told me to go to uh, www.clayelections.gov. Okay. And I was able to go in there, and within two minutes you can register to vote. And then you can go back in there and, and hit the tab, Voter Information. And you'll see when they um, it'll say application uh, received and then accepted and it'll show all your information. there then at that time you can go back in there and request a mail in ballot, and then it'll show that you requested it, and then when they mail it, it'll show that they mailed it. And then when you get it and you fill it out and you mail it back in, you can go back to ClayElections.gov, because I live in Clay County. I don't yeah. know what Duval County is. No, yeah, That's I got it. Yeah, I got it. I figured that out.
0: I figured that out from the context, yeah.
2: And then, um, and then you can go back in there, and the tab on the right-hand side, it says Quick Links, and you can go in there, and you'll see that um, they received your ballot. And then um, if they didn't, you can walk in and vote. Now, here's the thing. If if they did receive it and then you walked in and voted anyways, they're not going to count you twice because their system won't allow it to, because I've talked to them a bunch of times.
0: All right. All and, right. That's um, good. To... So, in there to... Nicholas, let me ask you a question. If Why don't you just go in there and vote anyway? Why would you need a mail-in ballot?
2: Oh, um, I don't have a problem with doing it. Um, I just thought it would be. Easier, but for some people, and I'm and I'm able to and uh, yeah. do that, but um, physically. But maybe for some people that
0: no, you're right. I mean, there's like, it's true. There's elderly, and thanks so much for the call. That's a lot of really good information. I didn't know they did that in Clay County. Um, but they, listen, there's a lot of elderly people. There's a lot of people who are sick and homebound that just can't get out to vote, and so a mail-in ballot or an absentee ballot is the way to go. But that's not. And and again, I don't even think Clay County's the issue. I don't think Duval County is the issue in Florida. They're not just mailing out ballots to everybody. The issue is these places like New Jersey that are just mailing everybody a ballot, whether they want it or not. And then it's these places like Minnesota, where guess what? These ballots end up in some dude's car, hundreds of them.
2: Numbers don't lie.
3: Numbers don't lie. Yeah,
0: he's basically saying, I have have hundreds and hundreds of uh, absentee ballots here, mail-in ballots. And then they go and they sell them for money because... Because money is the king, and if you don't have money,
1: you don't have anything. Money is everything. Money is the king of this world. If you ain't got money, you, you should not be here, period. By the way, I'm, it's weird for me to
0: find out that money is the king of the world, because I thought it was Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> like, Except it's not- for cold water in a door. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. I can take down. I'm the king of the world, but I drowned because my girlfriend would let me on the door. <laughs> Eight, 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 five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four. Five. I just picture like a, a stack of one hundred dollar bills with its arms out going, I'm the king of the world. Um, all right. A quick break. We a quick break. We have to uh, we have to uh, get a bunch more people on the line here. We've got some more Joe Biden comments and we've got some more stuff that we have to uh, we have to consider before the debate tomorrow. Night. I look the debate, it appears is going to happen. It appears the debate is going to happen. I don't know if there's going to be a drug test or not. But it's going to be interesting to watch either way, even if even if he's juiced up. Oh, you know what we got to take a break? We'll get it. This is a whole other segment. <laughs> Quick break. More of the Mark K Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV.
1: If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream the Mark K Show in the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Jacksonville's News and Talk.
0: The Marquee Show. My name is Mark 855 765 855 765. You can also uh, send us an open mic message, too, if you want. Um, you can do that in our mobile app. It's really easy to do. Just download the 104.5 WOKV mobile app. You get updates, you get alerts, you can listen to the show, yada, 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 yada. All right. Uh, there's a new website, by the way. Kaylee McEnany you tweeted about it the other day. It's called Has Joe Biden Called It a Day And we spoke a couple weeks ago about how Joe Biden puts a lid on his campaign really early. Uh, and it was like 9.20 in the morning one day, they were like, Joe Biden put a lid on it. And then last week, it was like Thursday, and everyone's like, Joe Biden put a lid on it again at 9.40. Well, someone created a website so you can track. And if you go to hasjoebidencalledalidtoday.com, hasjoebidencalledalidtoday.com, it'll just answer your question. So, for example, September 28th, 2020, 9.52 a.m., yes, Joe Biden has called a lid today. And if you want to check other days, for example, you could go back to, I guess it started on the 24th. Yes, at 9.20 a.m., Joe Biden called a lid. On the 25th, probably at 4.35. I guess they didn't have any new information, but they didn't have an official lid called. Uh, 9.32 on Thursday. So Joe Biden really not doing much of anything. They say that he's doing They <laughs> the photos, by the way, that they have of Joe Biden's website are, are priceless. Uh, but they say that he's, he's doing debate prep. Which is interesting because, I mean, if he, if that's the case, if Joe Biden has put a lid on every single activity he's done for the last five days to bury himself in debate prep, then he's going to blow everybody away. This is going to have to be the best debate ever. This is going to have to be the best debate ever because this guy is going to be so prepared. And Donald Trump, I mean, everyone's like, Donald Trump, he's not debate prepping. Donald Trump has been into like 15 different states and done 42 different uh, rallies I mean, his debate prep is his rally. You know that. He's got the same information, the same ideas. He's testing lines. He's seeing what people like, what uh, what appeals to people. He's going to get up on that debate stage, and he will have done and said everything he needs to do and say 42 times because campaigning is debate prep. And Joe Biden um, has not been campaigning at all. So it's going to be – look, it's going to be interesting to see. Drug test or no, I think that this is going to be a bloodbath. Um, and we're going to find out tomorrow. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. But again, it's has Joe Biden called a lid today dot com. And it'll let you know how early the candidate go, you know, kind of squirms away and gets into his little co- uh, cubby to, um, you know, to, to protect himself. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Andrew is in Ohio. Hi, Andrew. How are you?
3: Thanks, Mark. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the New York Times and the nonsense going on. The last time they endorsed a Republican president was in 1956, so their liberal bias is pretty strong there, and it's amazing to me when the top 1% pay more income tax than the bottom 90%, and uh, in 2015, 2005, Trump paid $38 million in federal income tax. Why? so they're going to pick and choose which year they want to focus on. It's just absurd.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, it, and for the last couple of years, don't forget Donald Trump's been donating his entire salary to various exactly. causes, which is look, and it's not something any other president did. Barack Obama didn't donate. He took money from the American people for eight years, and what did he? I mean, what did he do to show for it? You know, what do we? That's a lot of money we spent on that president, and I don't think we got anything in return. We want that money back, you know. And now he's got what a hundred and fifty million dollar deal with Netflix or what have you. He should. Here's what I think. I think if you want to really be president, you shouldn't take a salary. I think you should be forced to serve because it's something that you're called to do, not because you think you can cash in on it. And that's really what with the Democrats, I mean, most of them, Hillary, the Clintons, especially, and the Obamas, 100 percent. They knew that being president was it was eight years that would turn into a lifetime of cash. They knew that after you're a president you get paid exorbitant amounts of money just to have, just to sit on a board, to have your name on something, to do a speaking gig, to produce a Netflix. I mean, people say the Obama's signed a Netflix deal. They're not in the office. They're not hearing like me, they're not working on scripts. All they had to do was collect the paycheck and say, "Yes, we are now doing this deal with you." And that's it. That's all. They're not doing anything else. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe Michelle goes in there and wanders around and takes selfies every now and then. But that's their job now, and that's why they wanted to be president in the first place. Uh, it shouldn't be a career. You shouldn't leave office richer than when you got there, is all I'm saying. 855-765-1045. This is Chris in Mayport. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hey, Mark. I'm
7: doing good. Thanks oh, good. For having Absolutely. Uh, what did you want to say, sir? Well, uh, in the car, I was listening to, to you with the uh, Veritas video. Yeah. So when I went home, I went and looked it up. And Google called up the list of the videos, and I went and selected the top one to try to look at it. Suddenly, Google refreshes and pops up a message saying, we're sorry, we cannot find a good match for your search. Oh, really? The search. Oh, that is so weird. Chris I'm i going I'm going to have
0: to let you go cuz your your phone's crackling and it's giving me it's it's killing my eardrums but uh yeah if you go look if you just go to projectveritas.com it's there I also found it on Twitter but you know I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if it were a little more difficult to find as the days and the hours went on 8557651045 all right listen we're going to take another quick break here we have a couple more open mics we're going to comb through and then uh, we'll we'll take a couple more of your phone calls debate prep 2020, the first presidential debate, the long uh, th- the long waited for presidential debate between President Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Uh, we'll have all the details on that coming up here in just a minute. Stay tuned. It's the Marquesse show on 104.5 W O
1: K D. Never been so addicted to a show between ten and twelve. Informative.
2: You call people out no matter what they are and you hold them accountable. That's the Marquesse show.
1: This is is the Mark K show?
2: You know,
0: there. Look, there are still people that think that the debate won't happen. There's still people. Like, we're planning a whole thing. I've been getting emails all weekend long from uh, Rich Jones and from our boss, and they're like, "Here's what we're doing. Here's what, what was the thing we're supposed to say about it. Where there's an official term for the debate? Debate. Okay, good. Debate 2020 yeah. or something. Yeah. Anyway, hey, you'll. Was did I left out that email? You did. You not get that email? No, I don't know How come nobody that. ever emails you anything? So weird. You're I haven't
7: like, received an email since 1943.
0: <laughs> You're the only responsible person on the show. No one ever lets you know anything. Uh, but anyway, so here's the deal: the, the debate. A lot of people still think it's not going to happen. They think today there'll be an announcement from the Biden campaign that he's uh, unwell or he's he's uh, come down with some kind of coronavirus or some kind of illness or he's unable to travel or he's going to have to appear virtually. They, uh, there's a lot of people that still think they're going to try to figure out a way that Joe Biden can uh, appear with the help and aid of a teleprompter and pre-planned responses to whatever debate questions um, may be thrown his way. And if, look, if the debate prep goes poorly, that is, I mean, it's not too late. Until he steps out on that stage, until he actually shows up, um, we don't know. We don't know if it's going to happen or not. We know Donald Trump's ready to go. We just don't know about Joe Biden. 855-765-1045. Mike in Jacksonville. How you doing, Mike? Hey, my I'm uh, Arkansas
4: uh, Mike, and I'm doing swell. Oh, I am from Rat Town. Oh right? yeah, oh, all perfect. Forward. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and, what you want to say? Uh, I was wondering if they're going to release a montage of Joe Biden doing his debate prep. You know, like him like hitting sides of beef, and maybe running up and downstairs, maybe some <laughs> birds flying around. What do you think? Yeah, I mean
0: that would be that'd be great. Too, catching a chicken or whatever they they did in that. Uh, <laughs> that was my favorite one. That was when,
4: I was also thinking, if he had to fail on the debate,
0: maybe you know, like they, they could say he pulled a hamstring or something, something like that. You're right. I mean, it could be, it could be any number of things, but uh, a montage of Joe Biden's debate prep that would be that'd be quite entertaining. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Pete in Fort Worth, Texas. Hi, Pete. How are you?
7: Hey, Mark. You are cordially invited to the uh, Fort Worth, Texas community debate party if you can be in town oh man i, I don't
0: know it's that i'll be there. able to make it there and back in time for the show but i appreciate the invite what's going on in fort worth are you guys having a big party having a big debate we, party? we
7: are in, in my community we're gonna, there's a bunch of us getting together we're going to have drinking games so anybody who wants to call in with good drinking games will take them great that's a great <laughs> idea don't anyway i got a point for you if you don't want if you don't mind yeah absolutely I, i've been thinking about this a lot and joe biden has backed himself into a COVID corner And what I mean by that is, you know, in the last election we had uh, for Hillary Clinton, we had Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, all going out in the stump. And they can't do it with this COVID front they're putting on. Yeah. And every time Joe tunes into a Trump debate, I bet his head explodes if he's actually awake by the time the debate comes on or the rally comes on. Well, oh, uh, that's all I wanted to say. No, you're right. You know what? The you know what the it's not even the
0: rallies anymore. What happened on Saturday, and that's a great point, Pete. Thanks so much for calling, and have fun at your party. Uh, what the, what happened on Saturday was the president was announcing. He made this historic announcement about um, Amy. Uh, what's her name? Barrett. And she's going to be the next Supreme Court justice, the next female Supreme Court justice. And they had a huge event. The uh, president came out to announce it. They were in the Rose Garden at the White House. They had it all beautifully arranged. They had flags everywhere. And I'm watching this thing and I go back. And the first thing ever, it wasn't just CNN this time. It was pretty much every major um, cable news organization, every single one of them. The first thing they said was not, this is a historic occasion. The president is making his third Supreme Court nomination, another woman to take the place of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. None of that. The first thing every single one of them said was, we're here in the Rose Garden and nobody is wearing a mask. There is no social distancing. They they made um they made fun of Amy Barrett, not because of anything she'd done politically or any of her any of her judgments as a as a as a jurist. They made fun of her because she was there with her husband and her kids and none of them were wearing masks. Out in public. And that was what they were focused on. Uh, so you're right about that. They've really backed themselves into this corner. And they're they're missing out on. They're really missing out on America. They're missing out on history. They're missing out on the people. They're missing out on the voters. They're missing the whole thing because they're all wrapped up with masks and social distancing. And if they really thought about what was happening at that moment and the excitement of it and, and how historic it was, they could have actually reported a story that people would have probably liked and enjoyed instead of focusing on the one thing nobody cares about, which is, is the president and the next Supreme Court Justice of the United States, are they standing six feet away from each other and are they wearing masks? 855-765-1045 uh, is our number, 855 765 one zero four five. This is Tom on the North Side. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Oh, good, Tom. What's up, man?
3: Well, I, you know, I love I I, I love uh, President Trump. I'm going to vote for him, no doubt. But see, you guys already know that, and all and most of the audience of yours already knows that. We have to get to the people that don't know that, that don't know how much better Trump is than Biden.
0: I mean, if I could find anybody, I'd sure get to i mean yeah, have you show me somebody show me somebody who still thinks that Joe Biden's a better choice than donald trump, and i'll I'll try to you know I'll talk him into it until now until election day
2: but yeah, uh, yeah
0: it's very like to, it's rare in these parts it's rare yeah, in these
3: parts, yeah well, and I tell you I tell you uh when it comes to debate, I would love to see the younger Bush with biden between the both of those two, man, it would be hilarious.
4: Yeah, yeah. All
0: right. Hey, thanks so much for. I don't know about. I don't know what he's talking about there, but that's good. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Mona in Indiana. Hi, Mona. How are you? Hey, I'm okay. How you doing? No, I'm just doing good. <laughs> oh no, I'm doing great. I mean, Mona, sounds like you're doing good too.
2: Well, yep. I was. What I was thinking is people have to go to the grocery store, you know, and stand in line. Uh, why can't they stand in line for the for, for, to vote?
0: Yeah, they have to go to the grocery store and stand in line. Why can't they stand in line? To vote. I mean, it's true. If you need if you need beer or, you know, uh, sausage (laughs) or whatever else, you're going to go to the store. Sausage, you know,
2: pharmacy. I was behind 40 people at the pharmacy.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the pharmacy, you can drive through. So that's a little different story. But I see people all the time. They're in line. They're wearing their masks. They're buying their food. And uh, if you can do that, yeah, you can vote. I'm 100 percent. agree with you. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Is our number 855 765 1045? This is Irving in Panama City. Hi, Irving. How are you? Hello. Hello. I, I love your show. Oh, Irving. Thank you. That makes two of us. That makes two of us. What's going on, man? What did you want to
5: say? Well, I'm an unpaid movie star. Okay. I, I was in that Immigration Nation episode four where the guy was standing there saying he'd rather come in through the front door than climb through the window. Yeah. That's me. That's you. Well, yeah, that's me. Oh, congratulations. But they, awesome. me. but they lied to me. Who lied to you? You want to know why? Oh, no, yeah, uh, 100%. I'm a, hur- a Hurricane Michael survivor. Okay. And the guy with a gazillion-dollar camera that was down by the paper mill in Panama City came down a dead-end road that's like about 500 feet long. He was telling me about the criminals coming to Panama City after the hurricane. Yeah. Well, then they turned it around and I said, you know, that everybody has the word, yada yada yada. And I said that they should have come in the front door and be welcomed, then crawl through the window.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying, Irving. Irving, that's a bummer, yeah. man. That's a bummer. Then
5: they turned it around. Then they turned it around and used it as the illegal immigrants.
0: Yeah. Well you know what listen, Irving, uh, uh, if anyone shows up with a camera just don't talk to them because odds are they can't be trusted 8557651045 thanks so much for the call though we appreciate it we appreciate you listening there and and congratulations uh you know it sounds like you're doing sounds like you're doing okay 8557651045 quick break more of the markation we'll try to squeeze in as many more calls as we can uh, before we get out of here it's uh, stay tuned more coming up on 104.5 WOKV Mark 855-765-1045 is the number. Eight five five seven six five uh one oh four five. All right, we got a couple of uh couple more people we want to quit check in here. Stan is in Georgia. Hi Stan, how are you? Hey Mark, how you doing, bud? Uh, doing really good, man. Doing really good. What'd you want to say today, Stan?
3: A couple of things, couple sure. of things. Yeah. On uh, YouTube this weekend, I ran across a video of Joe Biden said he'd spent 180 years in Congress and ten years as vice president. I don't know which is more disturbing: 180 years in Congress or 10 years as Vice President. Yeah, the, but either one of them closes, shows he's clearly out of touch with reality.
4: Yeah,
0: uh, you know what? I think you're you're right. I I heard about that that he said he had 180 years. I wasn't sure about. That. I hadn't heard anything else about that. We have to we have to try to find that. But look again, the debates are going to be they're going to be either. Uh, The uh, uh, Joe Biden that none of us have ever seen or haven't seen in a long time, which is someone who's clear and coherent, although I'll be honest with you, I remember the vice presidential debate when he was running with Barack Obama and I remember him against uh, Paul Ryan and he was uh, he was debating Paul Ryan. And I remember thinking to myself. Who is, what is wrong with this guy? He was trying to be all folksy. He was trying to be like everybody's buddy. And Paul Ryan was coming at him with like facts and figures. And Paul Ryan saying, here's where you went wrong. Here's what the, the problem is. Here's why you guys suck and we would be much better. And they were talking about, be, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu and the prime minister of Israel. And and Joe Biden's like, you know, BB and I go way back. I'm like, literally, you're on a debate calling the prime minister of Israel BB. Why, why don't you know, we're not buying the folksy act. Of course, evidently we were because more people voted for Barack Obama than Mitt Romney, which may not have been a bad thing in the end. Um, but that's you know that's something that I rem- that stuck out. That was really the first time I thought to myself, "What is wrong with Joe Biden?" And that was, gosh, eight eight years ago. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. And if you had told me back then that that Paul Ryan would retire from politics before Joe Biden would, I totally wouldn't have believed you. Eight five five seven six five. Uh, 1045. This is Deb in Indiana. Hi Deb, how are you?
8: Hi Mark, how are you?
0: Oh, doing really well. What'd you want to say?
8: Um, I, my question is about the debate. I'm yeah. really curious if they're going to do the same thing that they did for the RNC and interrupt with commentary, opinion, and fact-checking.
0: Um, I don't know. That might I'm sure on MSNBC they will. Though That was the one thing they did. They uh, they had Rachel Maddow stop and uh, interact and say, I'm sorry, we have to interject. This is just not right. Here's what we know. Uh, you know, with the debate, it's trickier. I guarantee that um, it would be rude and it would really cause an uproar for them to stop the debate midstream. Plus, it's live, so it's tough to, you know, cut away. Uh, but I'm pretty sure they might have a scroll or they might have some kind of fact-check thing that pops up depending on where you're watching. I plan on just watching something really like like Milk Toast, like maybe C-SPAN, you know, or someplace like that where, although is it on, I guess, yeah, it's probably going to be anywhere. Or just listen to it on the radio, too. And you can, you know, just kind of, because uh, we're not going to fact check it at all. Um, and then we'll bring you all the clips the following day. Hey, thanks so much for calling. That's a good question. That's a good question. 855-765-1045. This is Julian in Jacksonville. Hi, Julian. How are you?
3: Okay. Can you hear me okay on speaker?
0: I can hear you okay, yeah.
3: Yeah, my biggest half, I've been listening to you last few days. I caught uh, the deal about the, the voting be- stuff being dumped in the water and all the, the ones in the trash can. Yeah. And then your your EMT lady said earlier today from out west that uh, she got two of them in the mail. And then I got to thinking because I got something in the mail. And one of the ladies I saw on the Internet oh, about two weeks ago had hers and her brothers laying there. My okay. brother's had his name on the back in, in fine print, and hers had her name on the back. Okay. Plus, it told their party next to it. Yeah. But these, I got one probably two weeks ago, has a picture of Trump on it.
0: You got a you got a mm-hmm. mail-in ballot with a picture of Donald Trump on it?
3: Well, on the on the outside, it's your turn to vote. And the thing that got me, I said, he doesn't want a mail-in ballot, so why has he even got a picture on it? This is your. Uh, liberals sending out the junk, and they see the average person that may be voting for him that's going to stay home. Said, "Oh, this is good." They fill it out. And if his picture is somewhere on there, hell, whoever mailing it just throws it away.
0: Huh? That's interesting. I don't. I don't know. I hadn't heard. I hadn't gotten any kind of ballots with Donald Trump's uh, picture on it. So that's interesting. I don't hey, know. If I'd have
3: to go back and look through my paperwork. Yeah. I may still have it, and it's it's, it's talking about. You know, vote now. Get, sure. Get your mail in. Now it may not be a mail in; it may be something looking like, a, like
0: that. yeah, probably. It's probably uh, something from the campaign or a campaign. Say, so, in fact, I I don't know what's going on with my wife, but yesterday she got something from the Joe Biden campaign in the mail, and I thought to myself, why? Wait, what what is happening here? Because there shouldn't be any. They, our names should not be on any lists for the Joe Biden campaign. I thought maybe they were sending it to my son or daughter, but no, it had my wife's name right there, and I was like, someone's got. Someone's got some explaining to do. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. Mary in Illinois. Hi, Mary. How are you? Hey, Mark.
8: Uh, happy to be on the show and have gotten through. How okay. are
0: you? We're happy that you, uh, you're on the show and that you uh, got through as well. What do you want to say?
8: Uh, what I have to say is that I can't reveal my sources, okay. but the rich don't pay taxes. So uh, I was just wondering how you felt about the New York Times coming out and, you know, ultimately starting the article saying it has the inability to reveal its sources yeah. and Trump only paying $750 in his first two years of office. Why does America find that surprising when Amazon, Netflix, and other corporations have been able to avoid paying Income
0: tax. Do you remember during the debates um, when uh, Bernie Sanders had it like I thought he was going to have a heart attack yelling about how Amazon paid zero taxes? Yes. He was like, Amazon yes. made two billion dollars. They paid zero taxes, zero. Ta-. And so now everyone's surprised that Donald Trump paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes. It's all it's, it's what you do when you have an army of accountants and billions of dollars to protect. That's the game. And uh, it's exactly. been set up. It's been set up by the tax code. So you can't blame I mean again, there's nothing illegal in any of the tax documents and there's no Russian collusion, which was one of the things they were really searching. that's what they were hoping for. Because again, they, they rehashed the same um the same storylines over and 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 over again. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five. All right, listen, we gotta get out of here, but tomorrow is debate day. We're so excited, we're so pumped. We're going to uh, we're going to preview the debate tomorrow. Debate tomorrow night at nine. We'll get that drinking game together for you too, because that sounds like a lot of fun. And then Wednesday morning, uh, I just can't. I'm. It's going to be like Christmas morning around here, and hopefully we don't all just get cold in our stocking like the old days. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. Stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh. It's all coming up next on one hundred four point five WOKB.